welcome to Whatever Canon. <laughs> Every time. The podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books, and today, mostly Anakin Solo. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. And I'm happy I didn't say Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. Which, God, I don't know. Anyone who would ever bother to keep track, you're a psychopath, but must be fun to know how many times <laughs> over 200 and some odd episodes. I have called the wrong guy by his grandfather's name. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> Hopefully I don't do that too many times this week because almost all four of these chapters that we're about to read as we dive into book, what did we just decide? 25 of the podcast. Yep. NJO7, dog doing a weird thing. NJO7, <laughs> Edge of Victory 1, Conquest by Greg Keyes. This week, it's going to be all about Anakin Solo, except for that one chapter that was about the other two guys who are happening in the book. <laughs> that are in the same vicinity. <laughs> and it was super short. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. But first, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon, Anakin and Tahiri force click and hold hands and cuddle and cry so intensely. Talon card, traitor or trickster? Anakin relives Cernpedal with Tahiri at Yavin 4. Card double crosses Peace Brigade. Not peanut butter every time. <laughs> Helps Solusars save all the kids. What else would PB know? Come on. Any other time you've ever had seen the abbreviation in your life, PB, or said it, it's followed by J. And you mean peanut butter every time. Yep. But it's not. It's the Peace Brigade. Callan. Callan? Callan Tark in charge. Oh, boy. Woo! Didn't I say I was ready before the podcast? You did. You even had everything next to you and good to go. Well, you better stop distracting me then. All right. Let's start the week. Chapter 9. Anakin, don't forget, has flown away from the surface of Yavin 4 and had to leave Tahiri behind holding Master Ikrit, the dead rabbit cat dog, ancient wise master. But through the force, Anakin is sure that she's alive. Mm -hmm. That's always how many times have we said that. What a nice little handy backup. Like you can, the people that you care about the most, you can um, feel them very significantly in the force yep. and know that they're alive, at least, if not safe. Yeah, focus on them and... Yeah, they're good. Oh, All she's right. still there. All right. Phew. It's like at the end, at the end of... Uh, I almost said the and. I'm going to say a lot of Anakin today. At the end of Return of the Jedi, when like Han Solo is like, oh, uh, you don't think Luke was in that explosion, do you? And she like looks up in the sky and she's like, no, I can feel him or something. Maybe yeah. she doesn't say that, but she does say no. And I'm like, handy. <laughs> you don't have to worry for the next like six hours until you hear from all the people who are escaping the base that exploded. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, none of them should have any anyways escaped that explosion. <laughs> Back to the point, Tim. Did I even say chapter nine yet? Yeah. Yes, you did. He knows that she's alive, and they are escaping on that transport that they stole. It's Anakin, it's Valen, it's Santa, and the pilot, former Peace Brigader, potentially... Side changer and helper outer. He um, has a first name, but his last name is Ven. Ven. V-E-H-N. Yeah, I did write that down. I skipped that. My bad. Um, punch the mic. Also my bad. The thing about him 
is he's doing a talent card thing on both sides, like on the good guy side and on the bad guy side. We have someone who might flip flop at any moment's notice and we don't know if we can trust them or not and blah, blah, blah. But guess what? The transport is heavily shot up. We have to trust this guy and we're going down. Yeah. Yeah. To start the week, action. (laughs) Uh, We're flying in a ship that's getting shot apart and we're crashing into a jungle. Yeah. And Anakin does some more threatening here. And yeah, that's he, right. He threatens Ven, and he's. Well, that's actually a little bit later. Don't you dare! First, we cut to the ship is whacked, but the kids are okay enough. And oh, Ven yeah. tries a gun on Anakin. Yeah, and Anakin's like, "Idiot, I'm a Jedi." And then we cut to the thing that you were about. To say. Well, he does threaten him before, saying, "If you, if you like, when he sends him to the gunner port, yeah, I think you're right. Actually, he says, "Don't, uh, don't try anything." Okay, yeah, but then here he like threatens him. Uh, I'll leave you for dead or I'll kill you or something. Yeah, something like, like that. Like something way more direct. And he specifically thinks to himself, quote, Jason wouldn't approve of that, nor would Uncle Luke. Ah. Yeah, about forcing the information that he needs out of his brain. Yeah. I think. The two people that you're supposed to idolize the most, if you're Anakin Solo, right? Mm-hmm. Uncle Luke and your wise older brother by two years. Yeah. You know? But the two of them are like, they're... Jedi that are looked up to Anakin is following Kip Duran right now, you know? So he's like, Oh, I'm going to do things the brash and harsh way. Jason and uncle Luke might not like that. Mm-hmm. He also snaps at Santa. I don't know how old she was 12. Yeah. She's a little 12 year old. He snaps at her. She's like, he said, telling them you guys should have been gone with the Solisars. All of this, everything that happened right now, that dog cat friend of ours that died to hear being in trouble. It's your fault. Children. Yeah. What were you thinking? And he almost likes that she's feeling bad about he it. He does. Yeah. Expressly. He's like, I'm glad he's glad that he made her sad. Yeah. And uh, mostly he's actually just mad mm-hmm. at Tahiri. Right. I mean, he's she's the one who told he let the kids follow her. Whatever. She's the one who didn't listen in the first place. And that's the person that he cares about. So he realizes whoops. And then he apologizes. And he gives orders and he heads out to go do some reconnaissance from the crash site. We got to go see what's out there and fix the ship and stuff. Yeah. We'll... Make sure we're not in super danger right now. And uh, I'll be back. Classic solo. I'm going to leave. Yeah. And I'm going to assume everything is safe here. And everyone's going to do back. the right and thing. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which I'm sure it will. Leave the 12 year old and 14 year old to fend for themselves. They are fine. But that's chapter nine, man. Mm-hmm. How about a chapter title? Trying to help. Feeling guilty. <laughs> I almost picked trying to help, man. <laughs> I did. I almost did. Because some of these chapters, it's like, I don't know what to name you. Yep. <laughs> if, we're drawing, if we're trying to draw titles from the text specifically. Ah. But action. 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 And then Anakin's like, I'm mean. Sorry, I'll be back. So you know what's coming next? Action. Chapter 10. <laughs> we actually moved to Talon Card's ship full of Jedi children. Remember? He saved the other 30. Yep. All the ones that listened to Cam Solisar and went where he was, everyone got rescued. They're all on the ship with Talon Card, which has suffered some serious damage because where we left them off, they were shooting proton torpedoes and then there was like a big white screen flash, right? Yeah. Well, they're getting shot. 
Talon Card puts on a brave face and he heads to talk to Cam. And we cut to Cam threatens to turn the peanut butter captain into <laughs> star food, quote. Yeah. Over four missing Jedi. Because where are they? Tahiri, Valen, Anakin, and Santa never showed up. They felt Master Ikrit's death. Yeah. But where are the other four? You peanut butter brigader? Traitor? <laughs> I like that. I don't know. It's, might might be too stupid to stick with. So anyways, uh, Cam Solisar. Also, I wonder, would Jason and Uncle Luke approve of telling this guy you'll turn him into star food? Yeah, because he's, right. he's like, I can feel the kids aren't there. We will destroy you. Yeah. And, you know. He probably means it. Yep. <laughs> You're a traitor. You're a bad guy. And like these Peace Brigade guys keep trying to be like, I'm not a bad guy. I just signed up to fly. Or I just signed up to capture Jedi. I didn't know there were going to be kids all throughout these chapters and whatever, yeah. whatever. And you're like, yeah, man, you joined the bad guy side, though. So did you think you were going to do good things? <laughs> all Jedi aren't but, adults. But like they do, I guess. I don't know. Anyways, they think they're doing good things. And then the Vong arrive. Yes. And then it becomes a whole big different kind of mess where now is it going to look like you're trying to save all the Jedi from the Yuzhan Vong? Is it going to look like you've messed up what the Yuzhan Vong have come here to do? Are you now in the way you peace brigaders? Like we now actually kind of have three factions in this battle instead of two. Yeah. Cause the peace brigaders are like, they're like side contractors to the Yuzhan Vong and the Vong just kind of tolerate them. Until it's time to smash them. Like, yeah. we'll save you for last. You know? at, at the very least, you look like you did a poor job. And do you want to, to look like that in front of the Yuzhan Vong, who have shown up to the action already in Chapter 10? Much fight. <laughs> All throughout this book, action, 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 action. It's a little duology. I, I would think you'd set some table first before he starts smashing all the dishes yeah but he's like no he's in the kitchen smashing dishes heck yeah yeah let's do it we didn't even make it to the table good job greg man but hey don't worry talent card has a plan chapter title no time to argue oh idiots array i was gonna choose (laughs) that one too (laughs) because also it's like this is what talent card is relying on dumb luck yeah and and smooth talking and that's what the whole game of Sabic is all about. Smooth mm-hmm. talking and luck. And the idiot's array is like you have to get the luckiest card on the last card that you get or something like yeah. that. Right? It's the luckiest, most game-breaking hand when you, you catch a, a fourth ace on the river or something. I don't know. What? Yeah, it's it's exactly that way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, and that's what he's doing. That's his plan. Get lucky. Okay. Yep. For a guy who's been lucky all of his life and survived everything that he's tried to survive with his luck. All right. Yeah, because he even mentioned something about the gods being in his favor or something like that. He says a lot of stuff on this ship to try to just convince everyone on his crew that everything's fine. But he says some wacky stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Named one of his ships the Idiot's Array, and that's where you got the title from. Ah, him mentioning that. That's right. Call them in. You... Whatever her name was, my second in command. Yeah, Go Sasha take over that ship. I guess he does have a plan. He's like, you're going to use the second ship and we'll do things. Yeah. Take Tion and all the kids and you and go to Coruscant and bring back help, please. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be by myself in this ship. Whatever you're ready. You know, whatever you, whatever you get the chance. 
Chapter 11. Valen asks Anakin why the Jedi are bad guys. Not really. But, like, why do the Yuzhan Vong want to kill us? Why are we the big target, right? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. But it's pretty simple. The Jedi are the biggest threat. They're the most powerful beings in the galaxy. Yeah. That's pretty simple. It answers itself. But, no. Uh... Master Anakin has a different answer for the 13-year-old Valen Horn. I don't know if he's 14 like Tahiri, Santa's 12. I don't know. This is what he says. Why do the Why do the Yuzhan Vong want to kill us so bad? I'm not sure. Mostly because they hate us. <laughs> the fact that they don't seem to exist in the force cuts both ways. We can't sense them or affect them directly, but we can do things that they can't understand. And we're the ones who have hurt them most. I guess the last stroke was when Jason humiliated their war master. <laughs> okay. First of all, when has it ever been said that the Yuzhan Vong hate the Jedi? When have they ever said that? It hasn't. Nobody been. has ever said that. This is the sensationalized opinion of a 16-year-old child. Yeah. Or the simplified opinion of a 16-year-old child. Um, secondly, they're jealous <laughs> that you guys have magic. That's never, ever been a point no. in the seven books so far. No. But it's... Anakin's like, sure, we can't affect them with our magic, but also they can't do magic tricks, so they're jealous. Yeah, they don't understand it. <laughs> and we killed them, and Anakin <laughs> made... The war master twist his ankle by knocking him out a window with a force tornado and a desk. And and that humiliated him. That would be that and how they're the Jedi have been the only ones to stand up to them and do anything is the more the point of to why they wanna Yeah, and the reason why they've been the ones to stand up is because they're the most powerful people in the galaxy. Yeah. And people like Dash Rendar and Kip Duran have been Fighting them all along the way. Fighting the Peace Brigade directly. Yeah, they're the one group of people that aren't afraid. Yeah. Not because they hate us, because we have <laughs> magic. I just thought that was a dumb answer. <laughs> this kid, he's smart, man. He's a smart kid, Anakin Solo. That was dumb. <laughs> but also, just maybe just a bad opinion. But, you know, I don't know. Since when? And the Jason line is just hilarious. He, he humiliated him. Did he? Huh. I mean, what's worse, being killed or being laughed at for getting your ankle broken by a child? I'd rather die, I guess. I don't know. Especially being the war master of this. Everyone must be talking behind his back. Yeah, because he's the war master. Yeah, this conquering race that has won everything. Yeah. And then Valen throws in a little P.S. Why does everyone hate my dad? Yeah. Cornhorn, the hero of Ithor slash destroyer of Ithor based on... Uh, which media you consume, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. which, whichever news program you watch. But why does everyone hate my dad? Uh, Anakin tells him Corrin's a hero and the public is stupid. Yeah. The Yuzhan Vong are super bad. And then he goes on talking about how Elagos was a hero. I don't know where that came from. Was uh, did Elagos show up in like the junior Knights books, young, young Jedi Knights books or something? Why suddenly, does Anakin have any attachment to this guy whose bones got turned into decorative jewelry? I mean, actually, a decorative statue. Yeah, I don't know, because it was in the news. <laughs> it, it comes up a lot, I guess. I don't know. 
Anakin has several excellent moments here, though, where he thinks of Valen like a kid. He's like, Valen's a little kid. And he's like, oh, wait, that's what all the grownups in my life do to me. Yep. And I hate it. And, oh, I, I kind of can understand how they do it now. He notices that people are starting to ask him his opinion because he's a public hero now, right? Yeah. After... Oh, what happened back at what was the very first place where we're racing things at Lando's vacation mining joint? Yeah. Yeah. Lando's. What was it? Oh, God. I couldn't even tell you. No. But after all these many engagements with the Yuzhan Vong, Anakin is a very public hero. And he is now noticing people want to hear his opinion. People want to know what I think about what's right and wrong. And then he thinks about Tahiri and the kids trying to be heroes is actually his fault because of the example that he has set. Now all these kids want to be heroes just like him. And he's like, it's my fault. It's all my fault. Everything's my fault. It's yeah. my mess. But is it Kip Duren's fault actually? Yeah. You could, he's you like, could, you the, could step that up he's as far as like you want. He's kind of like the co-Jedi manager. Yeah. You know, there's two factions here. And Anakin was like, I want to do what he's doing. Cause he's doing anything. Yeah. Compared to Luke Skywalker, who does nothing and doesn't tell anybody any plans for decades. Yeah. Come on. Until until Anakin hits this, this is all my fault and I got to clean it up. Yeah. He actually enjoys being thought of, of this hero and yeah. his opinion being taken seriously. He likes that Valen and the kids look up to him until he realizes that they followed because they want to be like him. Yeah. And he's Which like, oh. He, like to him kind of he realizes too late and then he has this moment where uh, Anakin's lips tightened and his eyes felt gritty and hot that settled that he'd lied when he told Santa and Valen that the Yuzhan Vong and the Peace Brigade were responsible for this mess like Chewie's death like Centerpoint this was his mess Anakin's solo mess no Anakin Solo's mess <laughs> Man, this kid, uh, he has, seems to have a propensity for shouldering all the blame. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I wonder if it's because he's like the youngest child of two magic twin older siblings. You know, I don't know. Is it because his dad blamed him for like the big traumatic thing that happened at the start of the war where Chewbacca got smushed by a moon? He's the one and that turned on center like, point. Now he's just like, everything's my fault. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I could have I could have shot center point and no good guys would have died. Everyone would have been fine. But I didn't, so that's my fault too. Come on, man. No. I mean, this is good writing. Mm -hmm. But ow! <laughs> Stop. Why do you gotta why do we gotta torture Anakin Solo so much? Doesn't he just want to be a hero and then like he wants to die a hero's death like everyone? <laughs> That he's interacted with in the book so far, right? Didn't he literally hold someone's hand while she died on the table of a hero's uh, sacrifice herself protecting him from, like, Yuzhan Vong attack or something? Yes. Some kind of thing like that. But anyways, cut to Valen tortures the Peace Brigade pilot with bugs. Yeah, it uses the force it's to just, call these centipede things up. Special talent. Yeah, centipedes with, like... Uh, like, pseudopod suckers on them. Yeah, little bitey things. Uh, Anakin says, no. That's bad. Quote, 
There are times when defense means attack. There are times where defense means attack. Valen thinks he's defending himself because this guy was calling him names or something. Yeah, Sad mean a hut something or other. And he's like, well, now you've turned self-defense into an attack by taking it too far. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's the entire philosophical argument been for seven books? What is the line between defense and attack? Maybe Anakin Solo starting in this little glimpse of a moment where he's like, recognizing all these things and like showing maturity and realizing he's a hero and a guide to all these kids and stuff. What if he's putting things together? Yep. And he's like, Oh, there's a, you've crossed the line and from self-defense to attack. I'm starting to see the line. There's a line. Maybe Anakin Solo can find it and talk Luke Skywalker into doing anything. I don't know. What do you think? And, and I think he's getting it. He's he's getting there is because he has to teach someone else. And, right, yeah. And the best way to learn. And he how he says it to Valen makes Valen not feel bad about himself, but actually reflect and yeah, he take gets, it to he heart. He gets a result out of a child where the kid's not just upset. The yeah. kid goes, Oh, I see what I've done. I'm pondering the difference. Yeah. The, the what, implications what of my actions. I have done instead. Yeah, exactly. He's be he he gets a thoughtful reaction on somebody he's trying to teach. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting it, man. I think he's getting it. <laughs> I think he's getting there. P.S. Remember he sent the X-Wing? He sent Fiverr off with the X-Wing? They're fine. Yep. Not fine. <laughs> the X-Wing is in terrible condition. They survived. They survived. Yes, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. And don't forget, Anakin thought he was sacrificing them. Mm-hmm. So a little, is this a little bit of foreshadowing? He flew away from Tahiri thinking that he was ultimately going to have to sacrifice her in that way, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Fiverr survived. He survived for chapter title. <laughs> like a hero. Defense means attack. That seems aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> in this case, it should though. Yeah. They've, uh, they've taken over a third of the galaxy already. What are you waiting for? Yeah. What are you waiting for, protectors of the galaxy, of all living beings and the Force itself? What's happening to the Force when they're killing trillions of people? Surely it's crying out in pain like it did when one planet got zonked. Mm-hmm. Come on. Defense means attack. Do something. Chapter 12. Uh, I want to read this whole first page. So I'm just going to criff and do it. Just kidding. But you should all read the whole first page of chapter 12. Absolutely. I was like, whoa. And whoa. And scary. And whoa. And stop it. (laughs) (laughs) But in summary, Anakin has had dark dreams all of his life. That range in severity and worrisomeness. Yep. And tonight, it's future Tahiri, all scarred up and carved up and decorated up as a Yuzhan Vong. Yikes. Mm-hmm. That's a bad dream. And then, real life sucks, because he gets attacked in the night by some strange weirdo <laughs> yep. named Quarrel. Coral. Yeah, <laughs> I call him Coral. It's like a weird twist on Carl. Coral. 
Have you ever seen that meme of The Walking Dead where that guy says his son's name real weird, I guess? He always sounds like he's saying Coral. He's got like a weird southern accent. Okay. Yeah, anyways. Q-O-R-L has shown up here and attacked Anakin for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Holding him down and holding his hand over his mouth. Which I guess isn't attacking him, but he just didn't. There's bad guys around. Yeah. So he's like, I don't want you to scream in the nighttime when I uh, climb on top of you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So be cool. Apparently, Anakin recognizes this guy. He saved Jason and Jaina from, I said, I wrote the Jedi Academy, but I remember it was the Shadow Academy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's a good guy. He saved my brother and sister from the Jedi. After. (laughs) No, no, no. Shadow Academy. My bad. After previously holding them at gunpoint so they'll fix his ship because he's an old TIE fighter pilot. Yeah. He's like a good guy. Yeah. He's a he's like a renegade, yeah, like kinda. an antihero type of thing. Yeah, hermit type. But in like a young Jedi book, because when did that happen? Yeah, right. I don't know. Just because I don't know doesn't mean it didn't happen in a full on, you know, these young adult novels. <laughs> really, mm-hmm. it's joking. But uh, Coral's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he's here just in time to solve some problem, right? Yep. Because here comes a stranger out of nowhere, literally out of the darkness of the jungle. I'm here. Yeah. And I've been here since your brother and sister left me in the last book I was in. Please utilize my skills. Yes. I'm here. Oh, and also the Vong are here. And don't question my convenient appearance in your life. Cut to Anakin carelessly puts the kids lives in the hands of the Peace Brigade pilot. And Coral. (laughs) Yeah. Two (laughs) absolute Bad guy strangers. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> what What else is a Jedi to do except to offer trust to those who would claim to use it for good? Mm-hmm. No, that's not his thought process at all. That's just nonsense that I'm adding. This is dumb. Yeah. But then again, he's probably like, the, the kids can handle themselves. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this one's got bugs. This one cries. <laughs> they got it. <laughs> they got. They can handle. They can handle old pilot Remus Venn. Is, is that his name? I, I did I write know. it down at one point. I don't know. Pilot Pilot Venn and old Kooky Coral. <laughs> gotta trust these guys because I gotta do the solo thing once again, and I gotta leave. Because he's got to save Tahiri. It can only be him. Based on the dream that he had before he disobeyed Luke Skywalker and flew here in the first place. Which, when is someone going to figure that out and follow him here? And who will it be? And will it be everyone to come and save the day? And then it's like, we had to save you from this mistake that you made. Yeah. But we have to go save Tahiri. We can't let her grow up to be a Yuzhan Vong. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to leave this Peace Brigader and this weird hermit in charge of these... Like you said, a guy who pointed a gun at my brother and sister and then smothered me in the night just now. Yep. But the Force tells me good vibes. Yeah. So, chapter title... (laughs) (laughs) Two signs. Night of Darkness. Oh, I like that one. K-N-I-G-H-T. I don't remember what context that was said in. I don't know, but I like it. But me too. <laughs> Man, this episode rocks. Mm-hmm. Four almost straight chapters all about Anakin Solo action fighting and facing 
dilemmas that he needs to overcome. Yes. I'm not just a child. Uh, the, the choices I make have an effect on other people. Uh, all kinds of things that he went through in this, just in these chapters. Oh, and also I have bad dreams all the time. Some introspection is, is good. Some growth. Oh, and it's also rare to just get four chapters. The whole book so far has pretty much just been after we left that argument with the Jedi. It's pretty much all just been about Anakin and Tahiri. Yeah. And now he's got to go back and save her. Still. <laughs> been trying to do it for a few chapters. She keeps unsaving herself. Yeah, and it's actually been, they give some timelines here, but it's been days. It's been like four or five days. Did they say that? Yeah. Uh, it took. When they were talking about like, where's the missing kids or something. Yeah, right? it took Coral a week to walk to them. They do say that. So it's been a week since they crashed. Wow. And they're also, yeah. Didn't the Fiverr say it was going to take like 20 hours to get back to them or something? Yeah, because he was so damaged. He's just hovering yeah. around, along on repulsors. So we're skipping. We've skipped through a few days here. And then here comes creepy guy, creepy Coral. <laughs> creepy well, Coral. Still got to go rescue, save his BFF. Yep. Maybe. Maybe. Next week, when we cover New Jedi Order, Book 7, Edge of Victory 1, Conquest, Chapters 13 through 16. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. Sometimes a boy has got to go save his 14-year-old BFFGF, all right? (laughs) Got to save her Uh from the scary future. All the acronyms. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at forevercanonpodcast at gmail.com. Forever Canon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at Jay Plazer. Check us out.